Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. I'm your host, Molly McCartney. I'm a spiritual life coach and intuitive based in Orlando, Florida. And my mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. All right. So I do this through private sessions in person and by phone all around the world and by broadcasting this podcast through the airwaves. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on Instagram, Empower Your Wisdom, and Facebook, Molly McCartney, to learn more. So today's show is about finding beauty in the darkness before the dawn. And depending on where you're at with the COVID-19 pandemic, um, it's different for everybody. You know, we're, we're all in a collective change and shift. And as our the sprouts move up through the soil of this strange time, we're all going to be learning a lot of new things in the coming weeks. So this is our fifth episode in, in a series of live streams dedicated to lending a spiritual perspective to this pandemic. And it's brought a world to the halt, to a whole to a halt in 2020. Um, and something I don't think any of us thought we'd see in our lifetime, but we are, and it is going to change us. So after I share a few thoughts about why being able to find beauty in the darkness is so important to your spiritual well-being at this time and any other time, I'll open up the lines for calls and we'll end with a guided meditation to help you focus your thoughts on what's beautiful about this moment in time instead of what is broken or wrong, because we certainly have a lot of that going on out there. And for now, let's get on with the show. So as we prepare for the month ahead, some of us are excited to get out and about again, and some are preparing for another month of COVID-19 quarantine. Uh, others are just not sure what to, to take in or think of any of it. Um, you know, we're going to start getting out and about, but, you know, wearing masks, being careful. Um, we're not necessarily going to be going back full speed again, although I think some people would really like that. It's obviously not going to happen that way. So um, how might you meet this time with awareness and appreciation from where you are? And as I always say, um, times like this are the training ground for life skills for the rest of your life, for when things are normal-ish or kind of in a regular routine, when you can kind of buckle down and find the beauty in difficult times, whether it's grief, whether it's uh, major life changes, a, a natural disaster, you know, all these things bring us so much more present than when we're just out in the world trying to kind of get ahead and get by and and move forward with, with our kind of worldly pursuits. Um, but now that we've had this pause and whether we've been directly affected by the virus or not, um, it's changed us. So I think it's time to really take inventory and see what you've learned so far. Um, I know that's what I'm doing and what I'll be taking into the, the next um the next phase of, of life. You know, every, every phase is what it is. We just happen to have this massive shift that we're all dealing with. So I checked in with my guides, the silence today, um, and they always say things so much more eloquently than I could. Uh, so I received a really, a few really cool metaphors and thoughts that I thought would help. So I'm going to read those for you now um, and go into the quiet here for a moment. So in a physical world that is forever growing and dying, you must be careful with the new sprouts emerging from the soil. You must not trample quickly upon that which is being reborn. Your ways of life have died away or have at least been abruptly altered in the recent past, and yet some still clamor to get right back to normal. Would you expect an almost mended broken bone to hold the same amount of weight as a healthy whole one? Would you ask a body recovering from a grave illness to run a marathon? Of course not. Rehabilitation is important in between the downward spiral and the upward one. You must stay in the slower vibrations to urge the mending of your world. We suggest you take stock of your responses to this change. Have you struggled against the information from outside of you or the information coming from within you? There is one remedy for both ailments. Get quiet and stay there. Play, create, turn off your televisions and computers and wander around inside your present moment. Do what you must do for survival and then leave it alone. Allow yourself to thrive despite the stories that tell you failure is imminent. You really need much less than you think you do. At any given time, our list of desires are just candy or your list of desires is just candy. 
when the needs for survival, the sustenance, are quite simple. It is, it is important that you do not judge your own particular path to survival or anyone else's. If you are struggling, how might this be deepening your soul's journey to the light? How might you be learning to find gratitude for the littlest of things when blessings seem scarce? If you should be able to find such gratitude in these times, can you imagine taking them forward into times when you have plenty? How little it will take to make you happy then. You see, material things and success as your intellect sees it is always a carrot dangling in front of you that you will never reach. There is always more to get to, more to have, more to experience. And yet, when you point your focus inward and feel what it feels like to use your divine faculties fully and completely, you can find all that you need is always right here within you. This is where your connection to the divine, your connection to the soul is. In this darkness before dawn, as it were, take time while you feel restricted to call missing pieces of yourself back home. Pick up that craft or that art you have never had time for. Pick up the pen and write in your journals. Do the spiritual work you have been guided to do over and over, but keep putting off in favor of chasing the candy of life. Decide what you no longer wish to carry around with you, whether that is anger or heartbreak or comparison to others. Learn what it is that you do inside yourself that generates feelings of despair. Who cares what others do or what they have done to you? What are you doing now with this moment, this silent moment in the darkness before a new dawn? Do not squander this gift. Just as any other time in the history of humankind, this, br this time brings with it a curse and a gift. You have the opportunity to choose which one you will take in as your reality. Your creative solution finding, your ingenuity, your renewed awareness, not walking around in a sleep state, this is the gift the higher guides hope you will find and take with you. The curse of despair and financial disaster, the curse of illness and sadness, this does not have to come to you. It all has to do with what you are looking at. If you are in a forest where a fire has ravaged the land, you can look at the burnt and smoldering patches and mourn for the loss of what was, or look to the sprouts coming up through the ashes and wonder what will be. Welcome it, and know that everyone's reality is different according to the mental filter they are seeing it through. This is not just true now. This is true always. It is only becoming more apparent in this time of great upheaval. As your world gets moving again, it will be a bit confusing. Some will look at the chaos and feed it. Some will speak of the loss and try to win you over. And some will celebrate the sprouts and the ashes and imagine new solutions that will be in deeper harmony with the earth and the universe itself. No more working against what is. No more creating a plastic world on top of the natural beauty that is abundantly available to you. Simplify. This is your gift. Simplify and be grateful for so much more. A few other points to consider as you embrace simplicity to get you through difficult times are, are the following. And I'm kind of transitioning here. That was my guide's kind of unedited message to you. And, and I thought I would add to the end of this to kind of kind of bring all those metaphors to the left side of the brain and see kind of the logical ways we can apply apply that in our conscious awareness. So, um, you know, in my studies of NLP and hypnosis, I learned that we can only focus on around seven things at once. Uh, that number may have changed. I'm not sure. When I studied, it was around seven. So that is why we, you know, different people have different memories of the same exact event because one person was paying attention to this emotion and that thing happening over there and that color and blah, 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 and kind of like codifying the moment in one way. And the other person is codifying it in a different way in their memory. And so, you know, you go back and, and think about it and maybe there's a shared joke or, you know, a certain actual physical event that you both witnessed that you can agree on, but otherwise how, how, each other was feeling at that event, what was really going on, on on the inner level could be very, very different. And that's something we don't really talk about a lot. But this is the way that we program ourselves. Um, you know, you go into a, hyp a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist or NLP expert or a coach like myself, and, you know, we help you look at things in a certain way. 
but you know it is you that does the programming it's you that chooses how you want to see things and you start to shift that and that's why it's so important that you know you have the power to do it because if you don't realize you have the power to shift your focus then someone else is going to shift it for you you know and there's all these conspiracy theories going on out there about the media programming us and you know maybe they are maybe they aren't but when you know that you don't have to be susceptible to it then it's happening unfortunately a lot of people don't know this but when we start talking about it it's you know one person at a time we have experiential knowledge that we can share with others you know and that's where the guides they've told me for you know probably since i think i got rid of my tv um once you know antennas stopped working you know so television like commercial television you know i haven't watched in a really really long time it actually really irritates me uh, commercial radio and television so i i watch streaming things and things that i can control what i am taking in when i'm taking it in um and i don't need it as background i mean there was a time in my life where i had all that stuff on in the background and would find i started to want and need things i didn't really need and want so you know, watch that kind of stuff and how much media you're taking and how much social media you're taking in. That's the comparison with others, you know, that was spoken about in that message. Uh, sometimes you see a certain um, part of someone's life. It could be that they're just posting their, their photo album for future memories for themselves and they're posting all the good stuff, but they're not going to tell you when they're, they can't sleep at night or when they have an anxiety attack or whatever. Some people love to tell you that. So we have different views about everybody. It's like everyone's got their own television screen when it comes to or their their radio station or television station as their social media pages but you know just realize there's a deeper reality and there's an inner reality going on with everybody and we can't possibly broadcast that so you know pay more attention to your inner reality than you do that stuff and you're you're less likely to think something is off or wrong with how you're dealing with the current moment and and finding beauty in that um, even if everyone else is freaking out, you know, you can be the example of that peace and stillness. I think there's a, a deep gift for yourself and, and others in, in the choice to do that. Um, while honoring your feelings, always, I will never preach to ignore your feelings. But, you know, feelings are fleeting, their emotions, their energy and motion, when they go through you, and you express them, you move into a different state, the key is not to stay there because that that knocks us out of balance you know it's you can feel when you're getting either too high on that joyful happy feeling and you haven't really sunk down to reality and you can feel when you're getting too far into the other side so the key is notice what you're focusing on do you feel balanced do you feel you know somewhere in between joyful and grounded you know in a in kind of a neutral space where you can bring in you know news and say okay that's a fact let's process that but you're not like destroyed when you hear something um because that that means you need to pull back and and make sure you're you're grounding yourself in in your own experience and not bringing in this information from everywhere else so um you know anxiety comes from trying to focus handle and process too many things at once without being able to act on them and what was happening in our world before the shutdown and probably during the shutdown i i can imagine um, you know, those with heavy anxiety, you know, clinical anxiety may be struggling with it more. Um, and that is completely um, their story and completely I respect and honor that. And um, it's important to get the help that they need, whether it's herbal or medical support for that or therapeutic support. But um, the anxiety I'm talking about is that kind of common every day, like trying to keep up with the to-do list anxiety or the you know, you know, this kind of the anxiety you do feel when you're when you're watching media and or social media and you're not like your mind's not quiet. So there's always this kind of rumbling kind of energy just flowing through and you're thinking about a lot of things at once and all and you just want to throw it down and blah, and then you turn turn back around and pick it right back up again because that's what we're kind of been programmed to do. But um but I'm talking about that yeah, to-do list, whether you're building a business or you have a job and you also have, you know, family to feed or just a household to keep and you got so much to do and yet your creative visions and your spiritual work is, and maybe your physical work is on the side 
waiting for you to to get to it, but you just haven't had time to do it. Um, you know, that kind of anxiety, I think for for many of us has lessened, like it's a, it's been a pause. So that's been really nice. So how can you bring that into your life when things get started again, whether you're going back to your old job or getting back into the same activities in the next, and I'm talking the next few months, not tomorrow. Um, but as the world slowly starts to to get going again, you know, how can you bring the energy of that calmness and that lack of anxiety and trying to get everything done and not being able to get to everything, you know, be imagining how you can bring that into your world um, when it gets busy again so that that the um, anxiety doesn't come right back, you know, to, to dampen the beauty that you can find in your life. So simplifying, the guides talked a lot about simplifying. Uh, simplifying life leads to more calm vibrations in the world and less want. Um, I learned a long time ago, um, I think I mentioned last time, you know, I, I grew up and, and we were, you know, my family was fine. We were doing fine, but you know, we didn't have a lot. Um, you know, we were, I wouldn't say we struggled, but we also, you know, weren't just going on trips every weekend. We, we watched the grocery bill, we watched the power bill, you know, we were careful. We had to be frugal, um, come from a very a long line of frugal family, starting with my grandma who went through the Great Depression. And you learn to be thrifty, you learn to be creative and frugal. Um, and then I've been in times in my life where I didn't have to really look at the bank account as much. Um, and then back and forth, you know, starting a business and then having to go back into that again. So, so what I'm saying is simplifying what you need to be happy in those times where you don't have as much or um, say we are going to enter a recession. A lot of financial experts are saying that or economic experts. Um, some people are already feeling the effects of that. Um, we're, we're waiting for assistance. We're waiting for things to get started so we can work. So so as as you're going through this, be like the hunter in, in shamanic language and be live within your means, if not under it. Um, enjoy the little things. Um, make sure you simplify in your mind what you what you feel you really need to be happy and what it is you just want so once are fun you know oh i would love to go to new zealand you know i would love to go to greece i would love to go to iceland you know i would love to go to these places i'm not sure right now when that in my lifetime if it will ever happen but i'm not destroyed about it i'm saying out there that'd be great to travel to these great places or anywhere again um, but I'll just let it go and I'll find beauty in what I have in front of me, you know, instead of my next travel plans. Now I'm thinking about starting my hydroponic garden in the backyard, and that's going to take up a lot of time and energy, but it's turned my focus and I found something else to appreciate something else to put my energy into. And it is about my experience of it. It's not, you know, anything like this. It's not about what it is, you know, like, oh, I want that relationship or that particular job or that particular amount of income. You know, these things, we get to these goal markers in life and then we're still kind of dealing with our anxiety and unhappiness. It's because we haven't focused on the internal experience of things. And so it can be as simple as learning how to garden or um, starting up a craft, which I have done as well, or working on lots of creative things. Um, or it could be um, as big as, you know, really finding the heights of success in the work that you do. But uh, as we know, we've seen a lot of people get there and still be very depressed, very sad, surprised suicides and overdoses we see in celebrities and, um, you know, hear dark stories about leaders, what they're doing in the shadows. So, you know, nothing is as it seems. Nothing is ever as it seems. And I don't say that in a, um, a conspiracy theory way. I just say it's just true. <laughs> From where you are, if you can only pay attention to a certain amount of, of points of stimuli at one time, how could we possibly actually see the big picture and really understand what's happening here? So I feel it's important on the spiritual path. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to speak in, in terms of the conspiracies because that's not where I go. That's not what I'm about. Um, I respect it and I'm open to ideas. I, you know, I just admit that I don't really know. I don't really know until the end of the day and the facts come out. Um, and the thing is, I'm only going to really know and remember and take with me to the great beyond the experience that I had while I was here. And that's the key about spiritual wellness to, to pull in your energies from the, from your focus on the outside world and really find that stillness inside 
And if it's not still in there, do the work. Um, so, so I'm going to keep going with, with these other points I wanted to talk about, um, because the, the order to embrace the simplicity I'm talking about and, and kind of mold your experience, uh, in how you're looking at it. Um, the key is to look within and, and again, find out what's going on in there. So if you're filtering reality through a messy internal filter, it's always going to be messy. I used to have a very messy filter. I say that being completely and totally understanding of that, you know, kind of seeing life through the eyes of the victim or everything is wrong or this world is wrong and people are horrible and blah, blah, blah. And it's all just out of balance, chaotic all the time. You know, now I can say, hey, it's chaos out there. Yeah, cool, man. It's chaos. You know, what am I going to do about it? (laughs) The key is to pull my power back and know that I have the power to change things within my own experience, but not outside. And you'll, you'll get rid of, you know, a good amount of your anxieties, a good amount of your worries. If you just really accept that fact and take a deep breath and do what you can to make the most out of what, what is in front of you. Um, so you must be willing to embrace the concept that your spiritual self and your inner world is the most real and solid thing you will ever know. You know, everything else is changeable. It's fallible. It's elusive. Everything dies away and changes at some point. There's no stopping it. But the inter- the eternity within you is forever on this journey. And it's moving through multiple realities and different realities and different dimensions. And uh, there's just a whole, a whole can of worms we could open with that conversation. Um, but, you know, we don't have enough time in this show. So I would suggest going off and doing a ritual with your local shaman and then start talking about some of these things. But, um, you know, can you feel the truth in that? Can you feel, you know, the, the truth in that your, your internal world is so much more expansive than what we see in front of us and our, our innate connection to nature and the earth is falling into balance through this. And, and it, it, you know, different things are gonna happen this way. Uh, this is not necessarily man-made. I know there's some some discussion about that. I, I, I fail to see how this would benefit any leader in the world or any country in the world. Um, but I, I do think that there will be opportunities taken from this. So we need to, of course, be mindful of that. But in, in terms of, well, now here's an excuse to, to, to do this other thing and to do that. So, you know, being mindful of that, but saying what, um, you know, what balance is being struck through this in a, in a natural way? And, and why was this needed for us? I think that that has stayed with me from the get go that, hey, you know, something this big, it's humbling, you know? So I sat still the minute, you know, it was suggested to stay home. I stayed home. I said, I'm going with the flow on this one. I'm not fighting it. And I've been really fortunate. I've been really lucky. Um, so I'm really grateful for those, those times of being lucky and then looking ahead saying, okay, how do I need to be, have some ingenuity to, to keep going, whether it is with my work or with my positive outlook, um, with my creativity, to keep it going. Cause that's the key. You can have spiritual awareness in a weekend or a vision quest and it blows your mind and it's amazing. And you go back into normal life and you're back into the, the, the grind again. And it doesn't really do you much good unless you look ahead and see, how am I going to use this time? How am I going to learn, use these lessons that I'm absorbing and this balance that I'm feeling to move ahead and take it into who I am in the world and who I am for other people, because your energy does affect other people. So another great thing to do at this time, um, when, you know, life is uncertain, and I I know a lot of people are doing this, a lot of my clients have talked about clearing out old, um, you know, drawers and old memories, old pictures. So you could take a a personal inventory and look at your life and how you've changed over the course of it. Um, Are you the same as you were when you were a child? Absolutely not. But, you know, look at what good you have kept and what negative aspects you've held on to for too long. And what good maybe you left behind, things you maybe used to love and enjoy as a little kid or a teenager, and you've kind of gotten, you've been adulting too much. So you, you now you have a little extra time to, to do that thing. And most of the time, it's really simple. You know, a majority of my clients I talk to in this, you know, just getting outside, getting outside and forgetting time and just playing, whether it's, you know, photography or riding your bike or wandering on a forest path 
you know, or creating something indoors or playing games, you know, you can maybe do a little too much of that, but, um, you know, playing games and, and solving problems. Um, but it's, it's the key is diversifying some of that stuff and getting back to the basics. I know my, my message of the week on Instagram, uh, I pull a card every week on Monday and that is, is what came up this week was the child. So it's knowing your inner child has the keys to what you need now to feel happy, but also your personal inventory that that I'm speaking of now is really helpful to get perspective on your life. Because you could say, what was like uh, life, my life like before quarantine, you know, the COVID-19 quarantine, how was it after? And it could be used as a marker for a rebirth, a personal rebirth of your own. Um, so another thing you can do, um, especially once things get started again, I know some practitioners are, are holding sessions by phone and, and Zoom. I'm doing that. If anyone's looking for some spiritual coaching and spiritual, spiritual support during this time, all over the world, I can I can use Zoom and uh, by phone if that's easier. We can do that um, in the continental United States. But um, you can ask for practitioner help with energy medicine and psychology. And this helps you reprogram your old beliefs. So this is, you know, your hypnosis and hypnotherapy, guided meditation, um, neuro-linguistic programming, which is NLP. You have emotional freedom technique, which um, is tapping to help you kind of tap through your anxieties and your fears to get to the bottom of what's really happening in your nervous system. Um, EMDR is a little deeper um, to get rid of trauma, not get rid of trauma, but to process trauma that's been sitting around and still informing your choices. And of course, the, the old fashioned shamanic journeys and rituals uh, and ceremonies, you can do vision quests, uh, talk therapy is always good, art therapy is good. And of course, intuitive readings and spiritual coaching is good. Um, so, you know, think about what you could support yourself with at this time, what you're drawn to do, and different people are drawn to different modalities. So um, the key is, um, if you're not sure, you can schedule a session with me, and we can even look at what would work for you. And no, it's not always working with me. Sometimes it is a counselor, a therapist, or a hypnotist. Um, sometimes it is me. So um, uh, go to my website at molly, uh, mollymccartney.com, and you can learn a lot more about um, what I have to offer. Um, other things you can do in the meantime is meditate to practice focusing your mind on the stillness underneath the noise. And this is, um, this is mindfulness meditation. So I, I, that we do guided meditations on this show at the end, I always offer a short guided meditation. Um, there's trance meditation, which is amazing. When I channel my guides, I go into trance, which is very relaxing, very surrendered, but mindfulness is where the best way to do mindfulness meditation is to sit on a porch or um, open a window and close your eyes and start to listen to the world as if you're a tape recorder and, and notice any judgments that are coming up, notice any anxieties that come up or any emotions, let them rise up and say, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I see you there. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Right now I'm focusing on the, on the silence and I'm focusing on hearing all these sounds together as if they're one big sound. And, and, you know, that's, that's a real, um, down and dirty version of mindfulness meditation. It's, uh, you know, it takes some practice, but the key is to learn to be okay with everything going on around you without judgment and know that you can find peace and stillness and letting all of those things come together in harmony around you. It's pretty cool. Um, highly recommend it for a daily meditation. Start with five minutes, move into 10. If you can do 20, great. Um, if you just do it every now and then, or you prefer walking, you know, you can do it as a walking or a bike riding meditation as well. And it's simply doing the same thing with your mind while being aware of your surroundings um, and, and, and get quiet and, and notice that the noise is going to happen whether you're paying attention to it or not. Come back and get an update later. That's what I do. I say, okay, I'm dipping out. I'm going to go into my la-la land. I'm going to go do my things. I'm going to take care of myself and then I'll check back in with the world later. But I don't keep it on my mind all the time or else I'd just be, I'd be crazy. Um, so again, I brought up exercising, moving energy in a way you enjoy. That could be dancing, walking, biking, being the near, near the water. So at this time, a lot of people are doing online, um, whether it's Zoom or video dance classes. I've been doing some. I love it. I've tried a few of them and I'll say right now, my favorite is body groove. Um, really, really love it. So um, check that out. If you, it's an exercise class, but it's free form dancing. 
you know, you can also, there's figure eight fitness and there's, um, shine fitness. I think some, somebody out of Idaho, I've tried a few different ones. I like them all, but I've found body group to be my very favorite. So that's one thing you do, or just simply turn on the stereo and dance to your favorite music, but that just gets your energy moving. It's not even about being a good dancer. It's about getting it out of your head. And especially if you're stuck at home a lot and you're not moving around and you're feeling anxious, you're probably in your head way too much. So key is get moving. Um, diet is very important at this time. So whole foods, you know, less preservatives, processed foods and sugars, all these things scramble your energetic and physical bodies. So the key is find, um, you know, vegetables that you can make a lot of that last a long time, like cabbage, you can cut up a bunch of cabbage, roast it, you know, and then eat it with everything. Or you can have whole grains, whole, whole legumes, um, you know, healthy meats and produce, um, anything that your body needs, just make sure you're staying away from the processed stuff. Cause if you eat too much of that stuff this time or anytime, you're going to scramble your system. Your body's like, what is this? It's not natural. I don't know what to do with it. And that in turn lowers your immune system. And at this time we need to increase our immune system, right? Of course. But it doesn't only scramble your body, it scrambles your energy because the energy is not natural. And so again, it looks at food, your body and your energy system looks at food like that as an intruder. It may taste good going down, but once it gets in your body, it's like, hello, like now I've got more work to do. I can't be in peace and calm and centeredness because I've got too much to sort through. So just be be aware of that. Um and of course, we're all we're talking about here is interpersonal work, um, but inside yourself, but think about your interpersonal work with others. So if you're having trouble with anybody in your life at this time, um, or relationships are rocky, or even your relationship with yourself is rocky, just notice how your energy shifts um, others, you know, with the way you communicate, uh, the powers of clear communication to, is, is, is really important to shaping reality in relationships, you know, nothing ever just happens between people like, oh, we were just grumpy, and that just happened today. Like, be mindful. Um, we're all in, in, in this together, as people have said a lot, but it's a joint effort to create any kind of relationship. So um, just make sure that you're being mindful of how you're speaking to others and, and what you're, you're hoping uh, to get back in return and being complete about your feelings. And if you're scared, if you're stressed, if you're anxious, if you're lazy, you know, just be honest and allow everyone to have their own responses too. But the key is um, the less judgment we can exercise right now over each other, the better off we're going to be. Um, so finally, seeing the big picture. Um, make sure you're looking at the big picture. Know that you can't understand it, but um, feel into past lives, future lives, your life purpose, knowing that there's so much more than just this one lifetime. So if you're struggling with, oh my God, what am I going to do You know, down the road for um, you know, my finances? Or maybe I'm going to have to move. Or um, you know, when can I get back to work? When can I get moving? Those are really baseline uh, survival needs and they are important. But if you, if you do not look at them with solutions in mind and a sense of creativity, it's only, it's only going to disempower you. So the key is to know that you've been through many, many challenges. So look at your own challenges in this lifetime. If you prefer just to stay grounded in this lifetime, look at how many things you've made it through already. Um, how many challenges you thought you couldn't handle. You're going to handle this one too. And the key is just to keep that in mind as you're moving forward. And know that, you know, you've done things in, in other places, other dimensions that maybe you don't remember right now, but you are an eternal being having an eternal experience. And this one just has, happens to be very unique right now. So um, life purpose, the cool thing to look at life purposes. Some people ask me, what's my life purpose? And they want to know what can they do for work that is amazing and energetic and woke, you know, what, what's, what's something that's going to make me special in the world. It's not always your job. That's your life purpose. The key is to ask, what do you want to, what did you want to bring to this world when you came here? You know, get, when you get in your soul and you feel like as who I am in this lifetime, what did I want to bring here? What did I want to give? And then also what did I want to learn while I'm here? What did I want to heal? And, you know, sometimes that does include being of service to others with your gifts. Sometimes it means finding self-love after lifetimes of not being able to love yourself or seeking it outside of yourself. Sometimes it means healing from trauma. 
and experiencing more trauma in this lifetime that reminds you of the old trauma to heal that that line of trauma down down through your lifetimes or down through your ancestral line even so so be thinking about that what did i come here to give and what did i come here to learn and this is again something to think about every day everything i say on the show if you're listening to the show and it's not 2020 and you're not in the COVID-19 pandemic and you're like, what is she talking about? Although I think most people will understand what I'm talking about, even if you listen to it a year from now. Um, but this, this is spiritual work for every day. We're just happen, we, we just happen to frame it in terms of this change we're going through. But when I say these things, I mean it every day. And, and the key is, you know, when you start thinking about things like this, life takes on a new flavor and you do find your power. You do find the ways to bring your soul back. You find the courage and you find the resolve to do it because of how much it changes the way you feel about living. And even knowing that we're all very temporary here, it takes the weight off. You know, it's like, no, you know, everything, yes, things can be very hard. Things can be emotionally draining and very challenging and painful, but with the right support and the right focus on creating healing and not rushing right into, okay, I want to get right back on the horse and I want to get things started again and move right forward, stay busy, 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 you know, with, with awareness that it, this is a gift and a time that you can heal that, then you can take that with you as you move forward. Um, so I think I've blathered on enough. Um, there's, um, we do have, we have a small amount of li uh, live listeners tonight. So if anyone has a question, feel free to type it in on the chat. If you feel brave, you can call in the little icons. Um, I'm not sure what it looks like on your side, but there should be some little, a little call in icon. Um, I have some questions here from boy from the village. He says, Hello. How do I connect you on Zoom? Uh, that would be through a private session. You'd have to schedule through my website. Uh, when I Google your name, the result shows some actor's profile. Um, it should be on there as Molly McCartney. It's M-O-L-L-Y-M-A-C-C-A-R-T-N-E-Y. Um, that is me. So um, if there are no questions, we can go right through to the um, meditation. Uh, there's no... Um, there's no wrong in having a shorter show. So I'm feeling like I'm feeling like that's probably what's gonna happen. Cause it's just feeling kind of quiet today. And that's okay. I kind of like that. Sometimes I'm really high energy on the show and I'm like I'm talking so fast I can't catch my breath. And sometimes I'm really chill. And today's just a really chill day. So let's take that into the meditation. And then I have a special reading for you after the meditation. Um, it is uh, the Beauty Way Prayer, which is a Navajo prayer and blessing. And um, it was written by an unknown Navajo poet and writer. Um, and it's beautiful. So <laughs> literally, so it's going to help you look to uh, the Beauty Way. And after we um, go through the meditation, which I'll take a nice long time with that, then we can we can let that absorb in. All right. So here we go. Okay, just find a comfortable spot to sit or lie down on your back. Of course, if you're driving, be mindful and pay attention. You can listen to this slowly in the background, but make sure you pay attention to the road. But for everyone else, just close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath. Taking another nice, deep breath. Notice the sounds coming into your ears. You can hear the music and the sound of my voice. You can hear sounds around you in the room and your environment. And take another nice, relaxing breath. Mm -hmm. 
and notice sensations in the present moment. Feel your body resting in your seat. Feel the quality of the air in your environment. Feel any emotions or discomfort running through your body. And take another nice, calming breath. Now start to notice any visions coming to you in this calm, quiet space. Any light dancing behind your eyes. Any images arising. Begin to visualize yourself in your favorite landscape. It's your favorite season and your favorite time of day. You are safe and the weather is perfect. Again, notice the sounds around you. Feel the air on your skin. Look around at all the beauty that surrounds you. Now bring to mind something that's been troubling to you in the everyday world. What can you learn from this situation? What can you do about it? What gift does it have for you? Now receive the answers, either consciously or subconsciously. And ask yourself, how might you let this go? Just let the trouble go. Notice the beauty of the landscape around you grow in intensity. What do you see, hear, and feel around you now? Notice how this challenge is beautifying your world, even though it's hard to see some of the time. Now, bring to mind someone who's been troubling you. What can you learn from this relationship challenge? What can you do about it? And how can you let it go? Allow the answers to arrive either consciously or subconsciously. Receiving the gift in this relationship challenge. Notice the beauty of the landscape around you grow in intensity. What do you see, hear, and feel around you now? Notice how this challenge is beautifying your world, even though it's hard to see 
some of the time. Now, bring to mind something that's good that's come from the last few weeks. How has it helped you feel more grateful? How might it improve your life going forward? How might you receive more of the same good in this lifetime? Allow the answers to come consciously or subconsciously. Notice the beauty of the landscape around you grow in intensity. What do you see, hear, and feel around you now? Notice how your gratitude is beautifying your world and how happy you would be to receive more of this blessing. Bring this beauty with you now as you follow the sound of my voice as I count from one to five. One, feeling the joy of gratitude flowing through your spirit. Two, ready to take this beauty into the world. Three, certain that you will get where you need to be one step at a time. Four, enjoying the sensation of simplicity and presence. Five, when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to your physical space, refreshed, renewed, and at peace. And as you awaken gently wherever you are, whenever you are, I'd like to share with you the Navajo Beauty Way Prayer, written by an unknown writer of the Navajo Nation. Today I will walk out. Today everything negative will leave me. I will be as I was before. I will have a cool breeze over my body. I will have a light body. I will be happy forever. Nothing will hinder me. I walk with beauty before me. I walk with beauty behind me. I walk with beauty below me. I walk with beauty above me. I walk with beauty all around me. My words will be beautiful. In beauty all day long may I walk. Through the returning seasons may I walk. On the trail marked with pollen may I walk. With dew about my feet may I walk. With beauty before me, may I walk. With beauty behind me, may I walk. With beauty below me, may I walk. With beauty above me, may I walk. With beauty all around me, may I walk. In old age, wandering on a trail of beauty, lively, may I walk. In old age, wandering on a trail of beauty, living again, may I walk. My words will be beautiful. I love that so much. Just just changes your energy just to read it, just to hear it, I hope. Um, and to me, that blessing and that prayer means that I'm creating a life that when I get old and I look back upon it, 
I will see the beauty in each memory. Even if I don't understand what I'm getting out of the current moment, whatever I'm learning out of the current pain or challenge, that down the line I'll look back and I'm intending that for myself so that I can see beauty in everything I experience. And when we intend that for our future selves, it's amazing how you start to see it in the current day. So I would suggest giving that a shot. You can look up the Beauty Way prayer, tape it on your fridge, say it every day. I love it. I hope you do too. And for now, we're going to go back to our jive-in music and wake up a little bit. And I want to thank you so much, as always, for joining me for this episode of the Empowered Wisdom Hour. It is a labor of love for me. I just love to share it. It's my free offering to those looking for support in times like these or any time. Uh, again, I'm your host, Molly McCartney. I'm a spiritual life coach and intuitive based in Orlando, Florida. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. Again, I do this through private session work in person in my office here in Winter Park in Orlando and by phone or Skype or Zoom all the way around the world. And I also do it by broadcasting this podcast through the airwaves once a week at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on Instagram, Empower Your Wisdom, and Facebook, Molly McCartney, to learn more. Also, if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to become a patron with a weekly pledge of as little as $5 per month. You can cancel or alter any time. Visit my Podbean homepage and click the link on the upper right-hand side to keep the wisdom flowing. For one-time donations, feel free to send through PayPal to mollymccartney.com. Every little bit helps in this time when things are a little bit slow. So I just welcome, welcome your gratitude. And if you can't, you're welcome back anytime anyway. So for now, may you stay well and at peace till next time we meet. Peace, wisdom, and love always. Signing out.